With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the 75th edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson. We're speaking about prayer. We're speaking about the power of prayer. That we said in the previous lesson that a person through prayer has the ability to bring down that divine influx that's waiting. It's on the surface waiting to come down upon a person. And certainly Hashem, God wants to give down that influx. All a person has to do is draw it down by asking, by saying that prayer. And also what the Ramchal said is that by saying that prayer, what it does is it reminds ourselves that all of the efforts that we're about to do with our livelihood or whatever thing we need, it all ultimately comes down to the fact that whatever God decides, that's what's going to happen. And all Ultimately, everything comes from God. I think it would be a very good idea at this point to illustrate this idea with a, with a problem that we find in the verses. It says that after the sin of Adam, the first man, and his wife Eve, so there was a punishment that came down to the snake. And his punishment for being involved in this great sin was that wherever he would go, his food would be dirt. So if we think about this on the surface, so at first glance it seems like a horrible punishment. Oh, gross. All you're going to do is eat dirt. But on the second thought, it could seem like a very nice reward. And you listen, everywhere he goes, there's always dirt there. If that's all he needs for sustenance, that's pretty great, isn't it? But the answer is that it's actually something very negative. Because what God was doing, what Hashem was doing with this punishment was, He was saying to the snake, wherever you go, you're never going to need to call on me. You're never going to need to call out to me. You're never going to need to say, God, can you please help me? I have no food. Everywhere you go, there's going to be offered. There's going to be dirt that you can eat. That's the, that's the greatest punishment. The greatest punishment is detachment from God. And what prayer does is prayer gives us the opportunity to recognize that we are completely beholden and dependent upon God. And with that recognition, so that's the highest, the greatest thing in the world. It's this light that shines down from God. And it says, all you have to do is ask. And when you ask, I'm going to shine my light on you. And that's the opportunity that we have in prayer. Now the Ramchal continues along these same lines, but with a different, a slightly different concept. And he says that there was a tremendous kindness that God did to give us an opportunity to come close to Him through the prayer. Because a person is naturally in a state of tremendous darkness. He's very distant from the light. And that being the case, when a person stands up in prayer, so he's able to call out to God, call out in His name. So he's able to rise up from his loneliness, which is his normal state of affairs. And he's able to be literally tremendously close to God when he approaches him and he asks him for all of his needs. He throws upon God, so to speak, all of his troubles, all of his peckle. And so what happens is, that being the case, when a person is standing there in front of God, he's literally in a tremendous communion with God. He's, he's right in front of God. He's speaking in front of God's throne of glory. So that's why there are all kinds of different halachos, all kinds of different laws in regards to prayer. The first is, that he mentions here, that a person is not allowed to be mafsik. He can't stop. He's in the middle of praying. You can't just stop if someone comes up to you and, and says, hello, how are you doing? You're in the middle of praying. You're standing in front of God. You can't just stop. Also another halacha, another thing he doesn't mention here, but it's also similar, is that someone who's praying, you're not allowed to walk right in front of them while they're praying because they're literally talking to God one-on-one. -on -one. How can you walk in between? It's like, imagine two people are standing and talking and you walk between them. That's highly disrespectful. They're in the middle of talking. How can you walk between them? So it's the same thing when a person is praying. He's, he's talking to God. We don't, we're not supposed to walk in front of such a person. Another thing that we find, says Ramchal, that also corresponds to this idea that a person is in front of God, is that when a person finishes the tefillah, when a person finishes praying, so he takes his three steps back, because he's returning back, so to speak, to the normal world. He's, he's going out of that high state, that tremendously high spiritual state of being in communion with God. And thus, he steps back. He takes a step back into the regular world, because, you know, that's what you have to do. You have to be able to also step back into the res regular physical world to be able to deal on the level 
besides for just on the level of the first level of Ishtadlis, which is to ask God for your needs, but you also have to be involved directly with your needs. So at that point, you step back from that kirvus, from that intense closeness to God. Furthermore, says the Ramchal, so our Chazal, our sages, have taught us many different conditions. And for this, you know, you have to look in the Shulchan Aruch to the Code of Jewish Law to understand and see all the different laws that apply to prayer. And he says all of these laws are based on the fact that when a person is in prayer, so he's literally standing right in front of God, and he's in this tremendous closeness. And based on that, there are, all, there are many different laws that apply. And when a person is bringing down this influx, this divine influx, so there are different conditions that need to be met in order to do that and it could be he's referring to the fact that at the beginning of the prayer so we start with praises of God and in the middle we ask for all of our requests all of our needs and at the end we thank God so these are the three different aspects of prayer that in order to bring down that influx so we need to have those so all of the laws of prayer are actually based on this concept that we're bringing down the influx and we're connecting directly to God here the Ramchal completes the chapter and he says and until now we've explained the concept of Kriya Shema, the Shema, its, its blessings, the concept of prayer. But something that also needs explanation, which he says we will explain soon, is the concept of the Karbonos, how the prayer also takes the place of the sacrifices in the Beis Hamidish in the Temple. This will be explained further in a later edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson, with God's help.